0: Coming up on this week's episode of news of the week, your Saturday, July 3rd, 2021, continuing your 4th of July weekend festivities in proper YLV fashion. I hope you guys had a fantastic week. We'll discuss all that in the opening segment, of course. And I know you're here to get what you would, you know, enjoy every single weekend. But this one's a bit different. It's 4th of July weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Also, shout out to the Canadians. uh, Happy Belinda Canada Day. To my folks up north, especially Mr. Fretz. But it is a a, a wonderful celebration. 4th of July, America's birthday. But I can't think of a better way to continue your weekend than proper YLP fashion. And giving you the news. That's fit for me to talk about. What do we have in the docket this week as presented by Mr. Wild himself? Of course, the biggest news of the week, at least from what I saw, was the whole Eddie Kingston situation. Mr. Kingston apparently got a little spicy after Dynamite went off the air and threw some jabs at WWE. Bully Ray, later on, I believe during the week, responding. Shut the fuck up and stay in your Lane. We'll talk about what Kingston said after Dynamite. We'll talk about the whole situation with him and Bully. Oh, this is going to be a long uh, opening segment, so you guys know. I also have news, though, on Samoa Joe. Saying he is absolutely working towards an in ring return and talking about, of course, his NXT role as the wonderful, delightful enforcer of the black and gold standard. I also got news on Chris Jericho, apparently. And former writer, among people to defend Jim Ross over WWE Dynamite, Mistake. Hmm. Now, mind you, I have not watched NXT or Dynamite as of yet. So, I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet, but we'll talk about it. Of course we're just going to talk about it. Why not? All of that and more. I'll leave you guys a little bit of suspense of what else I got on tap for y'all. But again, it is the 4th of July weekend hope you guys are enjoying yourselves, of course, doing things responsibly, as best as you possibly can, and let's get this thing going. Why? Because this is episode 312 of the YLP Podcast. Let's talk about some news, shall we? And without further ado, let's hit that intro, let's get it started, and with that being said, let us begin. What's up, guys? This is Mance Chapel, the Monday Night Delight, and you're listening to the Young Lions Perspective only on Russell Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. guys, Zach from the Wrestling Issues Podcast here. Welcome to episode 312 of the YLP Podcast. So glad to have you guys here with me on this wonderful Saturday. I hope you're enjoying your day, your night, your afternoon, and your evening. Wherever you may be, wherever you are the world. Thank you guys so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. And as always, I greatly enjoy appreciate If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or opinions about today's episode, if there's any articles that I missed from this week, do not ask to hit me up with an email at perspective at gmail.com no, You are listening to this episode, of course, on AmbiguousPodcastSolutions.com, Anchor.fm slash Young Minds Perspective, Anchor.fm slash Russell Radio, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. If you want to check out my socials, you can find me, of course, on Twitter at YL Perspective over on Instagram at Underscore Alliance Underscore Perspective, oh, of course, over on Facebook at Young Lions Perspective, all one word, or simply search for Young Lions Perspective Podcast. Got a right under the beat stop. Perfect. All right. Hope you guys had a fantastic week. Hope everything was good. Getting prepared, of course, it's Fourth of July weekend, so I'm sure you're preparing these festivities with your peoples, with your homies, with your squadron, family, all that good stuff, celebrating America. you will love to see it. My week wasn't that bad. I mean, I was getting some good sleep this week. I, there's one thing I value, of course, more than anything, it is sleep. And I don't know, just, I had really good sleep this week. It felt good. I felt good. You know, our, you know, our production at work went was better. You know, I felt good. So make sure y'all y'all value your sleep. And of course, got a little bit of news. I believe if I read it correctly, uh, over on the uh, WrestleAddict Radio Twitter page, and you can go follow that at Addict underscore Wrestle. Do that right now. Mm. Thank you. We extended the Pride collection. I understand it's already July and uh, usually we would have ended it, you know, at midnight on June 30th. But we have extended it. I checked it just to be on the safe side. So if you want to get your Golden Lion Pride merch, if you missed out, if you think you missed out, head over to young-lions-trospective.creator-spring.com. dash Get some of that Golden Lion Pride merch. Check that out. Make sure you, and, and while you're there, check out all the other stuff I got over there. Men's, women's, children's accessories coffee mugs beach towels organic tote beds i got freaking t-shirts tank tops everything you need for representing the ylp realm and the universe properly while you're out and about during the summer again that's young dash lines dash perspective dot creator dash spring.com for all your ylp merch machine go check that out right now wanted to relay that message on to y'all as well as a special announcement not today if you stick over on my Instagram or on my Twitter, I have put out uh, just a little, uh, you know, be on the lookout. I have a special announcement that I'm going to be making um, two weeks from today. Um, not only am I doing that you know, on this specific day, that would be July 17th. It would be, of course, the weekend of my three-year anniversary as a podcaster and doing the YLP podcast. So I figured, why not put that out there? Give you a little bit of a, you know, a little something, something, a little tease coming in two weeks' time. Again, I'm making a special announcement. Um, the powers that be do know about this already. Um, And surprisingly, the rest of the radio, where's the heart? WrestleAgg Radio team and you, the listener as well, um, do not know, but, um, I made some, like I said, I had something teased, uh, but it's not the project that I'm working on that is going to be coming soon. But this is also a very big announcement. Um, one that I have really made sure I was very calculated on and everything went exactly the way I wanted to. And it has come to fruition. And this is a big thing for me and, um, Mama YLP and I'll leave certain people out of the situation, but um, yeah, this is a big, this is a really big thing for me personally, more so than anything else. It's just a big uh, thing and I figured i share it with you guys. So in two weeks time on the three year anniversary show of the YLP podcast, I'll be giving you guys that announcement and I'm really happy to get, share it with you guys, but you know, Special announcements it's come at special times, and in two weeks' time you will understand what I'm doing. There's something to look forward to on July 17th, but you didn't come here to hear about teases and announcements and all that stuff. You came here for the news, and I got the news right here, and let's get into it. So, the biggest thing, as I said in the intro to today's episode, Eddie Kingston. Apparently. Throwing some jabs at WWE after Dynamite went off the air. Let's let's see. Mind you, I have not. Mind you, like I said in the intro, I have not watched AEW or um, NXT this week as of yet. I will be watching that more than likely over the weekend because I'm sensing there's gonna be crappy weather here this weekend. So at least I'll have something to do while it's really crappy outside. Let's get into this article from Joshua Game Young over at Wrestling.com. Oops, excuse me. AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega, retained his title against Jungle Boy in tonight's Dynamite main event. After the match, Omega looked to clock Jungle Boy with the title, but was chased off by Christian Cage. Matt Hardy and Private Party ran out and nearly got the best of Christian, but Hardy's twist of fate was reversed into a Cage's kill switch finisher. As Cage turned around, AEW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, Double Super kicked him down. Omega and his buddies all celebrated as Dynamite went off the air, but then were chased off by Eddie Kingston and Penta El Cero Miedo, who had chairs with them. Kingston and Penta are set to meet Matt and Nick Jackson in a non-title match next week. If Penta and Kingston win, then they get a crack at the tag titles. Once the dust settled, Kingston got on the mic to thank the live crowd and ended up throwing a few shots towards WWE or, quote-unquote, the competition. Quote, that's what I'm talking about. Because the competition sometimes doesn't want to hear their fans. Oh, I guess I'm burning another bridge. Surprise. Ladies and gentlemen, AEW cares about their fans because we are not here just to get ourselves a paycheck. We're here every week with you people, without you people, and we come out here and we bust our asses. We love professional wrestling. You saw a match between Kenny Omega and my dude, Jungle Boy, that you will not see on the other channel. You will not see legends who are respected on the other channel. You will not see people like me and my best friend on the other channel. You will not see the heart that everybody in that locker room has on the other channel. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm supposed to send you home happy, but I'm speaking from the heart. The bottom line is this. We are AEW. We will see you Wednesday, and we want to hear you. Now, I want to play the audio, but not sure with copyright issues and all that stuff, I should be playing that. Anyhow, so that was what Mr. Kingston said. Bully Ray, a couple days later, responded to what Kingston had said. This is from uh, Asai Mohan. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray has come down hard on AEW star Eddie Kingston for taking several shots at WWE last Saturday night after AEW Dynamite went off the air. Addressing the crowd at Daily's Place, Kingston said that unlike the competition, AEW loves professional wrestling, listens to its fan base, and respects his lessons. Respects its legends. Words are hard. Ray prefaces criticism by praising Kingston's promo skills, saying, quote, I love Eddie Kingston to death. If we were having promo wars and I was the captain of the team and somebody says you get to pick one person to to do the promo for you, I'd most likely pick Eddie because of his believability, tone, inflection, and everything about him. But in this case, Eddie needs to shut the fuck up and stay in his lane. In his lane is of an AEW guy speaking about AEW and flying the flag for AEW. Then I'm completely on board. Tell me how great AEW is. Fly the flag for your company. Show me me that you wear your heart on your sleeve. Ray said that unlike former WWE superstars such as Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho, Kingston had no reason to take shots at a company he never worked for. Quote, you were the indie guy for the majority of his career until this company took a chance on you you've learned to love it and everything about it, don't take the easy way out and knock the WWE. If Cody wants to destroy their throne, I get it. If Jericho wants to say F you, I get it. But Eddie, why? There's no reason for him to say such stuff. He goes on to say, if you go back and listen to the fans, they really didn't pop that hard when he took a jab at WWE. You didn't get the reaction you were looking for. People were most likely thinking, all right, Eddie, stay away from that. There's no reason to go there. End quote. Huh. But we have the response from Eddie on the criticism that he had received. This is from, of course, my favorite professional wrestling writer in the game, Mark Middleton. AEW star Eddie Kingston recently appeared on WrestleZone's Two Dynamite Dudes with Attitude podcast to discuss the anti-WWE promo that he cut in front of the crowd following Saturday's AEW Dynamite show at Daily's Place in Jacksonville. Kingston told podcast hosts Dominic and Marcus D'Angelo that he loves the AEW locker room. and He expects people in WWE to do the same thing he did, if they're allowed to, saying, quote, let's get this question out of the way. Let's all calm down. You think I'm going to bury the locker room that I work for? No. Plus, I love a locker room. I love AEW. What do you want from me? They're paying me. They're putting me on national television after it'll be 20 years in October. Of course, I'm going to rah-rah AEW. Relax. Relax. I expect people from the other joint, if they're allowed to mention our names, they'll probably do the same thing, because you know what I mean? Oh, wait. No, hold on. They want their home team to win. It's just like the NFL or Major League Baseball, man. You want to go with your home team. AEW's my team. That's my squad. End quote. Kingston also talked competition and how it's good for the business. Regarding the post-animate comments, Kingston said some people got butt hurt while some didn't, but everyone needs to relax, saying, quote, man, competition's good. Watch for wrestling. I don't care. I grew up during days in the 90s where you had guys in going calling out everybody. You had WCW doing everything they could to beat World Wrestling Federation at the time. They did, too. It's good. Competition is good, y'all, because then everybody watches for wrestling, and everybody watches it. For those who are into it, for this, this happens. Of course, you know, making this uh, symbol of making money with the hands. Mm. Excuse me. I had to get a sip of that Mountain Dew Zero Sugar today. I'm into it because I love it. I never want to do anything else. But anyway, I digress because I can keep talking, but for what happened for the after show, let everyone go on Mappy. People got hurt. some didn't. Everyone, relax. Let's love it. Let's love this. Let's relax. End quote. As noted earlier, WWE Hall of Famer appeared we on Bustin' Dope Radio this week and had some harsh words for Kingston over his WWE comments. We already discussed those. Let's just take a sit. Let's uh, sit back and just reflect on everything we just read. Or in your case, listen to. Okay. Okay. So Eddie Kingston comes out, saying, you know, flying the flag for AEW. Bully Ray, Ray, saying, you know, shut the fuck up, stay in your lane. You didn't get the right to, you know, say what you said. And I look at it like this. For what he got out of it and what he said in that promo, I can't be mad at Eddie Kingston for saying what he said. It's competition. Competition is good. We thrive off competition in some way, shape or form. Whether you're playing cornhole or you're playing, you know, Call of Duty or you're betting on golf, you're competitive. We're all competitive by nature in some way, shape or form. We are competitive by nature. It could be Borg. It could be myself and Ms. YLP herself playing Ticket to Ride. And if you never play that game, it's a quite a strategic game. And it is sneaky. Not as underhanded as you would think it is. But it is really good for your mental. I suggest playing that game with some people. Because you can mess up a lot of people's shit in this game. It's a good game. I'm not going to lie. Myself and Ms. YLP play it once or twice. And it was a really solid game. And it's really good for your mental self. I I digress. Competition is good. Because when you have, like, say, like, you know, Red Sox Yankees, Dodgers, and Angels, you know, A's, Giants, rivalries like that, you know, Houston versus Texas, you know what I'm saying? You need competition. You know, competition breeds, you know it breeds bringing out the best in oneself, Except Especially if you're putting your all into it. You know what I'm saying? It's good. It's very good. It's healthy. When done the right way, of course. But, competition is what made WWF and WCW's rivalry that much more important in the world of professional wrestling. At least by my standards. You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm an attitude-era kid. You know what I mean? And that competition of what we got on the, during the Monday Night Wars really brought out the very best of WWF and WCW because they were fighting for ratings supremacy. Even if the ratings weren't involved, it would, they would want to put out the best show. And you know WWE, WWF at the time was watching WCW and vice versa seeing what the competition is doing, keeping up with what's going on. And it brought out the best in both companies. I said this way back. Way, way back. Probably when AEW was about to start. Vince McMahon, of course, putting NXT on Wednesdays live. And it you know, began competition. Hell, I made a series out of it. (laughs) You know, for a couple months. Worth it, too. You want that competition. Now, I'm not going to say if AEW won that or NXT lost that. But we figured out at the end of the day, WWE made a dumb move, you know, having that competition. Different days and all that. They weren't going to put that on Mondays. They knew better. So, turn it on Wednesday. Middle of the week. I see nothing wrong with what Eddie Kingston said. I don't. I get what Bully Ray saying. I really do. I understand exactly what Bully Ray is saying here. But I don't mind a little competition. Because competition is supposed to bring out the best team. With what AEW is doing, I would expect it. I would have expected WWE from the onset when they put NXT over in a you know with AEW. NXT put on some solid shows, but I would also expect WWE to actually pull some weight of their own. What we got with WWE being straight garbage and NXT actually killing you. Still. So, I don't see how I mean, yeah. I'm sure people will, you know, make their arguments for as to why Eddie Kingston shouldn't have said the way he said it. But if we're brutally being honest about it, there's nothing wrong with a bit of competition. At all. None. I don't see any. I think this is a solid thing. I think this is a really good thing. Because if what Eddie's doing, you know, he's 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 rocking the flag, he's flying it high for AEW. We're not like them. None of us would be anywhere put on main event, Jungle Boy and Omega, if we were on in WWE. We're making something out of this. We're making something out of AEW. And I wanna I mean I wanna see how WWE responds. I guarantee you someone for WWE saw that, heard about that, and was just like, whoa. I would like come on, like WWE we're just talking strictly main roster. Raw is garbage. I don't care what no one says. Raw is straight garbage. From what I see on Twitter on Mondays, it is garbage. SmackDown, barely hanging on, but at least we got Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? I'd expect better out of that. I would. I would expect so much. When AEW was getting ready to start dynamite. WWE should have thought in their head we don't know like, we don't know exactly what they're you know, planning on doing but we need to show the world why we are the number one. Seriously. Mm.
1: WWE
0: should have been on their shit. It's like, we need to literally get on our game. And I want to see how they respond. I want to see how they respond to this. I don't think they will in any way, shape, or form. But I personally would want to see... Not more of what Eddie Kingston said, but you know, still AEW bringing that, you know, quality of quality entertainment every single week. WWE at some point needs to get their act together. I'm being serious. Competition is good; it brings out the best in you, whether it be playing tiddlywinks or una you want to win now AEW has said multiple times it's not about us versus WWE it's about bringing the best of the product it's about putting out the best product I think AEW has been holding up their end of the bargain I'm still waiting to see how WWE responds just me just my opinion that's how I kind of feel about it, but of course, if you have anything to say about the the whole situation, what you think about the Eddie Kingston and Bully Ray situation, hit me up with an email, hit me up on social media, let me know what you think. That's going to conclude the opening segment to episode three twelve of the YLP podcast. When we come back, I got more news. I got news. You know, I got the news. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Opinion piece, of course, from uh, Marcus Benjamin on Sasha Banks and why most wrestlers are bad at social media. We'll talk about that. We're gonna talk <laughs> I saw that I was like, this looks like an interesting article. We're gonna talk about that. As well as Chris Jericho and a former writer among people to defend Jim Ross over WWE Dynamite mistake. We're gonna be talking about all that when he mistakenly said WWE Dynamite apparently received a a good amount of backlash from this. It bees what it bees, but we'll discuss that on the other side of episode 312 of the YLP podcast. Stay tuned.
1: We'll be right back. Now, I hate ads just as much as the next guy, but I'm going to make sure I do my darndest to make sure the next 60 seconds of this ad is the most entertaining 60 seconds you've ever heard. Hey! In your entire life. Kings of the Rings podcast, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this kind of energy, this kind of excitement about wrestling, I know you love it. Ads, I know you hate it. But hey, 45 seconds left. The Kings of the Rings podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is the number one source for wrestling, entertainment, and news with myself, the founder, Will Tarasher, King Ricky Rosé, the first mic, the organizer, if you will, and the Kate Murphy and the three of us make Kings of the Rings podcast. Make sure you subscribe, uh, listen every single week on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you can find your podcast. 30 seconds left. Um, and on all all of Wrestle Addict Radio you can find all of our great shows. Make sure please support us. Kings of the Rings podcast every f- week. <laughs> every week, Kings of the Rings podcast comes out with new content. Make sure you go, listen, subscribe, leave a five-star review, and make my life worth living. Thank you very much. Three, two, one. Back to the show.
0: What is going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rosé, your general manager of Wrestle Addict Radio and your host of Kings of the Rings podcast. And if you have just $5 a month, that's right, $5 a month or about 17 cents a day, you can join our Patreon group where you will get exclusive access to shows that you will not get anywhere else, including Wrestle Wars, Watch the Throne, The Secret Files, and the pay-per-view show, just to name a few. Of course, we also have Fretz's Favorite 5 and a bunch of other bonus content, as well as 15% off, 15% off of any of the merchandise we sell in our Teespring merchandise store. So head over to patreon.com backslash addict Radio, all one word, for your chance to be a part of an amazing wrestling community. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with episode 312 of the YLP podcast, continuing your 4th of July weekend festivities. And we shall continue on. Before I do that, of course, make sure you check out the Fretzelmania podcast. Of course, it went down yesterday. Make sure you check out the latest episode of the Fretzelmania podcast right here on the select every single Friday. Hope you kicked off your weekend properly with us Friday Then Mr. Fred's coming after me. Just saying that. Also make sure you check out the light show. The one and only man's chapel tomorrow. On 4th of July. Oof! You're doing it big. That's a big deal. I mean, I'm doing it the day before, but hey. Damn. damn, my man's doing it on 4th of July. Make sure you at least have some portion of your day dedicated to. The Delight Podcast. Or should I say The Delight Show? My, my, my apology. I can't even say words. Because I messed up so so hard. i was terrible. Make sure you check out both of those shows right here on my Radio The Cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Let us continue on with the news, though. As we head over to CagesideSeats.com on Sasha Banks and why most wrestlers are bad at social media for Marcus Benjamin. As yes, there's trending on social media, as it No, as of this writing, there's probably someone in your favorite federation running off at the mouth itself or celebrating something to the chagrin or, suppl- or applause of the digital audience. So while it wasn't a shock, seeing Sasha Banks' name in those Twitter lights over the weekend, the reason why I was definitely a surprise. I'm not here to drag Sasha or anyone through their life for what they do or don't do on social media. She isn't the first person skeptical that can see next words are hard, I swear, of vaccines, and she won't be the last. Uh, quote from someone on Twitter. Quote to all the Sasha stands still trying to defend her. She's like COVID's conspiracy theories. She's going to get hate accepted and move on. As we continue on. The boss isn't even the first high profile person to do so either. Making her thoughts public directly or indirectly speaks to a more significant issue for wrestlers using the social media platform of their choice. If you use it as a public relations tool or a way to be real with your fans. Between me and you. Meet you in the keyboard, social media, as a 24-7 high school cafeteria. Facts. Those with popular opinions or enough clout to dictate conventional wisdom are rewarded. The people who go against these views are shunned and can't sit with the cool kids. Of course, if the clout-haver's opinion is racism, sexism, homophobia, or any type of cruelty is wrong, they by all means shun away. But there are instances when the internet crucifies people for a whole lot less. Banks, like anti-vaccination rhetoric on Instagram, qualifies as the latter. Still, because she often straddles that line between Sasha Banks and Mercedes Kastner Varnado, the reaction was predictable. Oh, I said that right. Kastner? Looks like Kastner. Anywho, Sasha, like a lot of wrestlers, uses Twitter and Instagram to make personal connections with fans, to show us their pain, emotional and physical, and offer a peek into the windows of their actual life. But as the British, the British say... Therein lies the rub. And a quote from, of course, uh, Mr. Austin Creed saying, out here in these Mario Golf streets with mm, gorgeous in battle golf. Nice. I like very much. On the one hand, fans want their favorites to keep it real with them on the platform, but not too real. We we're told to never meet our heroes because we may not like who they are when the persona goes away and we're left with the person. Unfortunately, we now live in a world where we meet these those heroes every single day. More importantly, fans expect, no, they demand people they look up to share the same values and morals. Even when wanting authenticity, there's still an expectation for them to act as Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy all rolled into one meatball package. When the reality hits the fan, fans reenact the third act of Frankenstein. Not everyone is The Rock. The man presents a finely manicured social media persona that appears as genuine and genuine as so anxious. Very nice. Very nice play there, sir. I like that. Dwayne spreads love, talks about his family, rarely wades into politics and gives pep talks. Rock, he is essentially the world's life coach in 280 characters or less he knows his audience and more importantly knows what they expect of his brand dwayne johnson decided to use social media to promote the business that is the rock and all it entails and props to him for doing so. doing so saying quote great pro question of course uh, what is the what is the what is the most important match in wwe history he's saying quote great pro wrestling question hulk hogan versus iron Sheik, nyc 1984 madison square garden 7-0 match with massive historic implications and a legitimate multi thrown in the mix. Solid choice. It's got taste. Other wrestlers have to make the same choice. If their Instagram account is just an extension of the brand, then the first and only rules do no harm to the persona. It's the difference between Seth Rollins' terrible Twitter game from a couple years ago, where he really put the bad side of Colby Lopez on display, and Becky Lynch or Xavier Woods, who both use everything as an extension of what we see on Raw or SmackDown shouldn't live in fear of saying the wrong thing or liking the inappropriate post if it's true to their beliefs. But saying it with your chest means accepting the, <laughs> nice reference. Uh, accepting the slings and arrows that may come your way at the drop of a lousy tweet. Those who wish to walk that thin line between kayfabe and reality on social media should pick a side and stay there. If you're going to be the person you see on TV every week, then be that. If you're going to use a platform to speak your truth and truly let the world know the real you, then be that. Trying to have your cake and eat it too only creates hard times and stomach aches. Once you're at that cool kid's table, you have to do everything in your power to stay there because eating your lunch in the bathroom sounds really lonely and quite gross. I had that last bit in. And I'm sure the smell isn't great either. Sasha is the latest in a substantial line of wrestlers who reveal parts of their true selves on social media only to have fans clench their collective pearls. She doesn't get the anonymity we regular folks get, which is the actual cost of having all those commas in her bank account. But for all the talk about kayfabe going the way of a dinosaur, social media is the perfect place to keep it alive. Besides being fun for the fans, it protects the wrestlers from the heartbroken stands who send death threats and, just as important, protects them from themselves. Woo! That was a read. <laughs> a lot of solid reference to the genuine one. That was pretty nice. But I know exactly what Mr. Benjamin is speaking about. As much as I enjoy social media, it's also the same amount that I despise social media. There's a reason you don't see Marley on my Instagram. It's ain't about her, it's about me. Yeah, I said it, Miss Marley. Go ahead and scoot your butt somewhere else. But social media is just... In theory it made sense to have social media but in reality it has become a cesspool of nonsense and wrestling Twitter is about as nonsense as it gets. I not me personally I don't receive you know death threats or anything of that nature because whatever but I can go on social media and just see the, the nonsense especially like I said wrestling Twitter is a simple cesspool of nonsense. A cesspool. It is just insane, and I've seen it more so on social media now. You know, if you have a different view of something from you know the the mass, then you are ridiculed, you're shunned, you're you know shit on on social media for having a difference of opinion, and that's the main thing too. Like in society today, people are we are we are in essence tribal. Think of it like this. I'm, I listen to this in a, a, a podcast outside of professional wrestling, but think of it as like a football team. I'm a fan of the Seattle Seahawks. As far as I know, Ricky is a Las Vegas Raiders fan. Kay is a Giants fan. I believe Will is too. Mains, I'm not sure who, who his favorite football team is. And Fretz is in Canada and I'm a whole, and they got Canadian football up there too. Go Argos. goes. Um, but in, in essence, it's tribal. You know, if it's Raiders, if it's Raiders, Seahawks, me and Ricky are jab, just throwing jabs at each other all week. All week. I know it for a fact. Anytime it's like, like even my uh, my friends, they're both Giants fans. But whenever it's Giants, Seahawks, we're going to talk a lot of shit. You know, Miss YLP herself is a Patriots fan. Okay. And I'm a Seahawks fan. We know what happened at the Super Bowl. I, I see it. We don't even talk about that, surprisingly. But you know, world travel in some way, shape, or form. So we have different views, beliefs, you know, what we think of certain things, and all that stuff. And that's perfectly fine with me. I don't expect you to listen to this podcast and agree with everything I say on here. Y'all know that as well as I do. I don't expect you to, nor do I want you to. I want you to have your own thoughts, opinions, you know, beliefs. We are different. We are all different. Every, as Barney said, everyone in his or her own way. You feel me? Like we are all different, and social media makes that really hard sometimes. I love, I love, I love social media for the connections that I have with people, you know. For people that I'm cool with on, on social media, my people's on, on Instagram, my people's on, on Twitter, like, we come together and we connect in certain ways, shapes, forms, whether, you know, different, you know, having beliefs in the same thing or, you know, certain, you know, wrestling and all that good stuff, like, if done the right way, wrestling, you know, Twitter can, Twitter can be awesome, Instagram can be awesome, Facebook, I don't even bother. Huh. 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 But, but seriously, I get what, you know, with, with, um you know, if you, especially with, the, you know, all the, you know, the virus, the variants, and all that stuff, everybody's going to have a difference of opinion on it. I have my opinions on it, and I'm not going to bring them over here. It's the same that type of show. We talk about professional wrestling, not nonsense. And you, you know, whether you like, you know, pineapple on pizza. Don't even get me started on that. But everyone is going to have a difference of opinion on everything. One person may say the vaccine is good for you; other person say you're out of your goddamn mind. That's how it goes. So you, honestly, I don't know when it happened, but everybody started just getting butt hurt about every damn thing. You know, we're—I'm we, I'm just going to flat out say it. we live in a bubble wrap society, and you know, I've, I've been around the block a little bit. I've seen some shit, and you know. that's how how it works so I mean for what I get out of Twitter in terms of who I follow and what I value you know yeah I may get some backlash for it and that's perfectly fine I've dealt with it plenty of times you know on and off the podcast and well not on the podcast I really don't know between anybody uh, that I put on blast in the podcast I do deal with that accordingly as proper man but you know it's crazy how, you know, a difference of opinion nowadays on social media will just get you shunned, canceled, all that nonsensical bullshit that no one needs to be dealing with. And, you know, I mean, if you're acting wild on Twitter, yeah, you deserve to get banned and all that, all that good stuff, okay? But for a difference of opinion, it shouldn't get you canceled, reported, blocked, all that stuff. We should be able to freely say what we want and have opinions as we as we should on on everything. Whether it be from how to flip a house to, you know, what's the what's the next, you know, altcoin that's gonna, you know, skyrocket up to seven bucks and make me a rich dude. Do I still invest in Dogecoin? You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm gonna let that one go, but seriously, yeah. Let, let's have our let's enjoy our difference of opinion. It's what makes us us as a society, and you know, I'm cool with my friends. I'm cool with even, even Miss for yourself. We disagree on stuff. I still think she's adorable, you know. But we're 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 gonna differ on some things. All right, it, it is what it is. I differ with mom with Mama YLP all the goddamn time. Okay. I, I have differences with my grandma and my sister. It'd be like that. So let's just, you know, let us have our opinions. Let the let the people on Twitter, like like people like Sasha Banks and all that, you know, say what they want to say. If it's dumb, shit on them. If it's a diff, just a difference of opinion, don't, don't wall out. Don't need to wall out. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say that. Let's, let's enjoy the, you know, let's have that conversation. Let's have that dialogue that we really honestly need to have because without it, You know, it just makes nonsense. It just makes social media the way it is right now, which is absolute garbage and nonsense. As we head over to eWrestlingnews.com, Chris Jericho and former writer among people to defend Jim Ross over WWE Dynamite mistake from Andrew Ravens. AEW announcer Jim Ross mistakenly called AEW Dynamite WWE Dynamite during Wednesday's episode of the show to promote next week's episode. As a result, he received backlash despite for apologizing for it. Now, Chris Jericho, former WWE writer Brian Gerwitz, and other people in the wrestling business have taken to social media to defend him. Chris Jericho stating, quote, pointing out that small mistakes are no mistakes. JR is the greatest wrestling commentator of all time. Uh, So, you know, I think it was uh, was Aaron Rex responding, okay, JR is the greatest wrestling announcer ever. That needed to be said. Uh, one person saying, quote, he is. Nobody is doubting that, but it's time. It happens to everybody. We will love him forever, but it's time to hang it up. Uh, Aaron responding, quote, because of one mistake. Have you ever fumbled a sentence? I have. I do it every damn week. Have you ever made a mistake in anything? Uh, Brian Gerrit saying, quote, people are seriously giving the greatest announcer of all time crap. Jr. can call Dynamite Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, and it shouldn't make a difference. My first day on the job, I called, <laughs> I called Joe Briscoe Jack. Now, that's a screw-up. see here. Uh, Jimmy Trina saying, quote, Every day you see a million ridiculous things here, so it takes a lot for something to stand out as being really stupid. Idiots calling for JR, the greatest wrestling announcer ever to be fired because he mistakenly called AEW WWE last night, would be one of those things. Uh, JR said, uh, yep. Same quote, yep, I'm, I apparently made an untimely error tonight at shows, and no excuses, and I'm not quitting with a cowboy winking with a cowboy face. He made a little error. Why everybody mad? Why? I can tell I, There there's like, like two, three other people I, I would almost think of just getting rid of before I would ever even think about JR. Byron Saxton. Get him off my telly. Actually, he hasn't been on my telly for quite some time. Oh, no, it might be on Raw. I don't watch Raw. There you go. Um, just, it, it really, this this is what we mad about. This is what we're mad about. We're mad about JR not naming AEW Dynamite correctly. Kids, this is the portion of the program where I want you to, have to cover your ears. Earmuffs. Adults talking. Are y'all fucking dumb? Really? You, Timmy. Dumbass. Um, Sitting there watching AEW Dynamite, you know, and then, then you hear him say, oh, WWE Dynamite, oh, he needs to retire! What the fuck wound you come out of? Seriously. We're, we're, we're going to be mad about JR naming the wrong company that he works for. And then y'all go into a hissy fit. Y'all go into just feeling some type of way because you heard JR say, oh, he said WWE Dynamite. He needs to, he needs to retire. He's done.
1: What? Uh-uh.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh, Okay, y'all make my head hurt. Y'all really, y'all make my head hurt. Y'all, y'all, y'all piss me off. Not you to listen to you cool, but these these rats rapsalian. These okay. I am literally trying so hard not to face palm right now as I record this. y'all make my head hurt. Y'all make my damn head hurt. Again, th- and this-, this is why I, st- I-, I structured this show the way I do. Because it work- this works out perfectly. This just basically proves the point of what I said in the last article. If you say some stupid stuff, yeah, you deserve to get shit on. And y'all talking about JR needs to go. He needs to hang it up. Bitch, please. Motherfucker, please. Y'all dumb as y'all. Y'all again, y'all, y'all piss me off. This this is the part of wrestling Twitter I don't like. That's that shit I don't like. Uh, Ah, y'all, y'all piss me off. Not you the listener, you cool. Excuse me. But I'm just. This is this is not the kerfuffle we need to be having. This ain't that kind of kerfuffle. I'm okay. Pretty much, yeah. Just yeah. It, it, really, really. This will be mad about. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna leave it there. When we come back, when we come back, we're not gonna be talking about stupidity on Twitter. We're going to be talking about Samoa Joe, saying he is absolutely working towards an in-ring return in his new NXT role. And we're going to end today's show talking about The New Day. Numero uno on the WWE greatest, 50 greatest tag teams list. Does Mr. YLP himself believe The New Day is number one? I'll give you a little bit of time to figure that out on the other side of episode 312 of the YLP podcast. We'll be right back. What is up, peeps? This
1: is Mr. Fretz here to tell you about my podcast, Fretzelmania, every Saturday on the Wrestle Addict radio feed where I review the best
0: and worst in modern and retro pro wrestling. So join me as I keep wrestling real right here on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. back with the final segment of episode 312 of the YLB Podcast. Before I do that, we'll talk to there go. Much better. Let us finish off with these two articles, and we begin from WrestlingNews.co. Samoa Joe says he's absolutely working towards in-ring return. Talks his new WWE and NXT role from Andrew Ravens. Earlier this month, Talk about Samoa Joe coming back to WWE NXT after the company released him back in April due to budget cuts that ended up happening. It was for the time that Triple H wanted him back in NXT as opposed to being in a promotion. Of course, Triple H has been a big fan of Joe as Triple H was the person who initially brought him into WWE in 2015 for NXT. Speaking to Ryan Satin, of Ryan Satan on that character, what Joe talked about his release and NXT return started out by talking how he was sending out various messages to people he was close with in WWE. Now he enjoyed working with them shortly after when was released. This led to a brief conversation with Triple H a few hours after being released that eventually led him back, coming back to NXT. He then revealed his behind-the-scenes role with the company in addition to his on-screen role as the enforcer for NXT General Manager, William Regal. Quote: A lot of what was, me and Triple H, spoken about this transition in-depth further. It wasn't just coming back to NXT and being an enforcer and having a role in the show. Now, I'm working in the talent scouting department, working with Canyon Seaman. Doing more administrative of of things here and there behind the scenes. It's a transition to some of the other aspects of the business of WWE. End quote. Joe continued by noting that it's an evolution of, of his journey in wrestling and cool opportunity that Triple H offered him after they had a very nice understanding that they had come to. Regarding his scouting role... He said he keeps a pulse on the industry, whether it's through him looking at talent or asking his contacts. He said it is a nice fit, and he's looking forward to giving an opportunity to people who maybe wouldn't get a look. This conversation led to the possibility of him returning to an in-ring competition after being sidelined since February 2020 due to concussion-related injuries. Joe kept it short by stating, absolutely, we'll just say yes and leave it at that. Um, If you want to check it out, you can go on to uh, Spotify and check out the remainder of the interview. Over there, but we're not going to promote that because reasons. Um, but from what I got out of this, what I am getting out of this actually is that I Joe was a, a true behind the scenes guy, even though he was you know out with a concussion and everything, he was still playing a role behind the scenes. You know, doing scouting, looking for talent, all that in between, and now that he's over in NXT. And now he's going to be doing that same role, looking at talent through NXT, looking at you know talent outside of NXT that they maybe want to bring in. You know what I mean? That's a pretty sweet deal. That's a pretty cool, that's a cool deal. That's a really cool deal. If you heard about my feelings on Samoa Joe after being released, you can check it out there. That was a few episodes ago. Byron literally just went on a little bit of a tirade and well-deserved in WWE's part, of course. But um, Samoa Joe is one hell of a talent. Let's not get that twisted. Samoa Joe is one hell of a talent. Can kill kill it with promos, destroy his opponents in the ring, make it all believable, and just be an all-around package. He is that dude. One of my favorites, period, in the game. Even before he came into NXT, six years ago. Samoa Joe was that dude. You know, TNA, PWG, Ring of Honor, all that good stuff. Joe is the real deal. And over time, he had become one of the biggest names that when NXT brought him in, became a huge deal. And now that, you know, and then his, following his release pissed off a lot of people. It did, myself included. I was not too happy with Samojo being let go. And what was WWE's loss is now NXT's game. Sure, he see him under the WWE banner, but now he's working on NXT instead of being a major player in WWE. And now seeing the behind the scenes work, seeing how everything works outside of just being a talent. That's a cool deal too. Now he's going to help the next generation of talent be able to become who they are as characters. Just as Triple E helped Samoa Joe back when he came in in 2015. It's a very fantastic opportunity. And, of course, Joe, you know, 100% wants to be back in that ring. We all want to see him back in that ring. As much as I've looked on Twitter as of later, the second that Samoa Joe came back as the enforcer and he had that stare down with Karrion Cross, we knew what we knew at that point. It's like Pacific Rim. Start the clock. I would love to see it happen. I would love to see him back in a WWE ring one of these days. I would love to. If he can get back into it, you know, after his concussion and whatnot, I would love, I would personally love to see it. I want to see that happen for him. That's something I really would want to see. You know, whether it happens in a couple of months or somewhere down the line, who knows, but we want to see Joe Wolf ass. That's what we love Joe for. Beating ass, talking smack, doing both at the same time, and simply just doing what he does. But as the enforcer of NXT, he has definitely shown that he can play a a, a major role outside the ring and be a major force within NXT even though he's not actually in a ring. That's something I can appreciate. It's something I can thoroughly enjoy because upon his promo, when he came back to NXT, you know, what he the promo he cut with uh Regal and Cross in crossing the Ring. He is believable. He makes it believable. He makes it that good. He makes it that wonderful to watch. He makes it enjoyable. And now that Samoa Joe is the enforcer of NXT, I'm sure the way they're gonna, you know, book it and the way they're gonna do things is to really could like have Joe truly commit to being that, you know, being a so and you know, making sure, you know, everybody's, you know, in well not in line necessarily, but respectful of Mr. William Regal. And that includes carrying cross. It's wonderful to see. And I'm very really happy that Joe is in a place where he can enjoy it more, looking for talent you know, loving that it's a, it's a truly a nice fit, giving opportunities to move, people who maybe wouldn't get a look. Imagine the talent that they already have in NXT and now he's going to be looking for talent that he could probably help build, pet projects, you know. That's something that could really go a long way for the future of NXT. I mean, they're signing people left and right. That, that's NXT and NXT UK. They, oh, NXT UK just got beat Priestley. Or should I say... Blair Davenport. I hope they get in Jamie Hayden, because that would just be fire. But it truly is something, you know, to behold, to enjoy, see where Joe and Joe was in 2015 doing his thing in NXT, coming up, not unfortunately, you know, dealing with injuries and not getting to a position where we felt he deserved to be in. You know. This is something that this is something that could really pay dividends for NXT down the line and for years to come because this is gonna be one of those things where you're gonna be I think we're gonna be shocked to see what Samoa Joe can do. And you know, reading reports that Samoa Joe had a hand in, you know, this character and this match and all that stuff. It's gonna be really fun to watch. It's gonna be very fun to watch. And I mean Tomasa Champa saying he would love to wrestle Samoa Joe at a takeover. I just saw that with the corner of my eye. That that's something I would want to see. That's something I definitely would want to see. You know, this is what this is what he said. "Quote: I would love it if you just be in, if you would just be in the ring." And I know right now, Mister Regal needed some help and enforcer. Hopefully, over time, everything settles down. Now Cole and Collar having something hot and heavy, and there's a lot of chaos going on. When things do settle down, I much rather I would much rather see Samoa Joe the wrestler more than Samoa Joe the authority figure. Would love to get in the ring with him. We had, like you said, one televised match back in 2015 or 2016. It was a short six to eight minutes or so. He is one of the guys I followed for so long, and the idea of wrestling him on a takeover on a big stage and we in front of a live crowd, I would be lying to you if I tell you that is something I never thought of. That's the Joe I'd love to see. I'd love to see a Joe is going to kill you versus Champ is going to kill you type of a match. I don't know if it would ever happen, but if the opportunity presents itself, I would sign myself up. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to work with Samoa Joe if he was able to get medically cleared? That, put that on the dream dream wish list immediately. Sign me up for that. I would love to see them. Those two just bang it out. Pause. Y'all are nasty. I would love to see these two just trade blows. I would love to see it. 100%. You know, just think of who, who you would want to see Joe go up against, yeah, I would want to see that too. Hopefully he does get medically cleared and we can see possibly that match actually happen. Excuse me. That that would just be something wild. That would be wild. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo! I would love to see that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm glad Joe's doing well for himself in NXT, in, back in NXT, doing his thing, and hopefully we'll see what he can do and create over the next uh, period of time that he is in NXT. And we will end today's episode with a bit of debate as we head over to pwtorch.com. The New Day, number one in WWE 50 Greatest Tag Teams list from Bruce Lee Hazelwood. The New Day will reveal to be the greatest tag team in WWE history according to the WWE 50 Greatest Tag Team Special. The documentary series entered this week with the top 10 teams to be revealed. The top 10 were as follows. 10, the British Bulldogs with Matilda. The Brothers of Destruction at 9. The New Age Outlaws at 8. The Usos at 7. Road Warriors at 6. The Dudley Boys at 5. Edge and Christian 4. Heart Foundation 3. The Hardy Boys at 2. And at the top of the Tag Team Mountain stands the New Day. WWE 50 greatest tag teams can be viewed on Peacock in the United States and WWE Network internationally. Do I, Mr. YLP himself, believe in my heart of hearts that the New Day is the greatest WWE tag team of all time? Hell no! (laughs) They're in my top five. I will give them that because they are as solid of a tag team as you can get. Usos are definitely up there for sure. Well, I mean, they go down a few notches given the fact that they had up their initial run in the tag team division, you know, with the colorful, all that stuff. You know, it was good. They had some good stuff. They had a lot of good matches. I was not to come. Hell in a cell. Ooh. Ooh. But in terms of the New Day, they are not the greatest tag team of all time. Not, I'm not saying it's not even close, but they are definitely in the top five for me personally. I would have to say, me, me personally, because y'all know I love me some tag teams. What tag, in my mind, when I think of tag team, I think, I think of cohesive unit. I think of just knowing each other's moves before it even happens. New Day has all of that, and plus they were able to have the ability to use the free board rule, where you know we're able to use you know Woods and in, and uh, uh, Kingston if you want to go for more speed. I'll bring in do Biggie and Woods if you wanted to actually switch it up and have a power game. You know Kingston brings kind of the best of both worlds, so you have a, a hell of a cohesive unit. Um, Tag title reigns—that's that's pretty much given. They're, they're, they, have, they have as many tag title reigns as I have fingers, so they got a lot of that going on. You know, rivalries—they've had them. Usos, Tyson, Kitsisaro, The Bar. In terms of in terms of the modern version of tag teams, I would absolutely—I would if we're going to straight modern. Like I would say, PG era on like pretty much after the ruthless, ruthless aggression era I would say from then on new Day is the best tag team in 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 the current era we are in right now they are legitimately the greatest tag team we have of this era they are not the greatest tag team ever. they're not just no 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 just they're they're in top five territory but they're not the top tag team. The tag team for me, who I honestly think is the greatest. That's a hard question to ask, as always. But in terms of, you know, rivalries, all that, it will always be Four Horsemen. Always will be, hundred percent. You know, if it was Tully and Orange. And I know, that, like, oh, that's cool. You used to it before, right? Yeah, you do. Four Horsemen, I I will give them always. I give them top honors, hundred percent. Dudley Boys, Edge, Christian, Hard Foundation, absolutely. You know, but for me, for some reason, it's, you know any a combination of the Four Horsemen, more so Tully and Arn, just so like solidifies that what I think is true tag team wrestling. You know, FTR kind of like figures in that same way. No flips, just fist. That old school, cutting half that ring off, being able to actually dominate your opponents. They have that for me. You know, that aggressiveness. Not to say New Day couldn't be aggressive. Now, if we're going off this list, if we're strictly going off the 10 that we have here, New Day still isn't number one to me. New Day still is the number one. I put the Road Warriors before New Day. I wouldn't Hardy's aren't the best tag team ever. I, I would give that if, if we're going off the 10 that we have here. Let me look at this. 10. There's Bulldogs? Dogs. Not that there's the insane 10. I would say of the 10, I would say Hart Foundation is probably the best. If we're going off the 10. For me. I mean, yes, you know, Hardy Boys, Fire, Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, they deserve to be at least definitely top five. Hundred percent. Road Warriors should have been in the top five. Uh, Road Warriors probably actually no. Road Warriors probably be the better exception because that they're synonymous. They when they came <clears throat> when they came out, man, that pop was crazy. So I mean, I don't necessarily think New Day's the greatest tag team. If we're going strictly off the list, New Day still wouldn't be number one to me. They'd be in the top five. They definitely easily top ten. But they're they the way I see it, I would put probably Road Warriors at one. Just the way they, you know, just pop the crowd favorites. They can go in the ring. Um, But, yeah, they're done. In in terms of WWE, the greatest WWE tag team of all time, not even close. It's just, I don't see it. You know, if we're talking about certain eras, yes, they are the greatest tag team from PG era on, 100%. That That is an absolute freaking given. You know, if we're going in WWE period, no. Not even close. Not even close. It's just, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's always going to be a bias. It's always going to be biased stick. You know, I fucks with the New Day heavy. I love Austin Creed, you know, up, up, down, down channel. I love Kofi. Big E talking about bumping me. You know, I love how they get down in and out of the ring. You know, they kept, I, I still am hoping, I'm still of the hope that New Day goes healed. I would, I would hope one day they just go full heel and become the new nation. I don't know. I would personally love to see it. Will there ever be a day that does happen? I don't know. I hope it does. One of these days before they're done. It's one of those things where it's, it's kind of the John Cena thing. Like we've never seen this man like, as a heel. I would have loved New day, initially to be heel. You know what I mean? And it would just fit so well one day for them, all three of them, just to go full heel and just strip that image down. That's the, It's the heel in me that wants to see it. And I mean, hopefully one day that happens. But I mean, where they are in the lane that they're in, it's it, it's definitely working. Some people will probably say in terms of like this, like, oh, oh it's New Day. You know, oh, because you know... Give them all these tag title reigns, all that stuff. And that's, again, it's a bias pick. Straight up bias pick. You know, now, mind you, you know, Forrest, we were never in WWE, unfortunately. But I like that kind of tag team wrestling, personally. Um, if we're going, like I said, if we're going off this list, New Day would not be number one. They would not, and I mean, like I said, some would say it's just some complete and utter bias, you know. Brothers of Destruction even is kind of low for me. At nine? New Age Outlaw, man, they really, I don't, yeah. Yeah, just looking at the list, I immediately question it. I immediately question it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, everyone has their bias in terms of who's you know the greatest tag team ever. If we're going strictly off WWE. New Day is not. Excuse me. New Day is not even close. I would love. I mean, like I said, they're top. They're definitely top ten. They have. The- they can hold that honor. Maybe even touch top five. But in terms of the greatest in WWE history, eh? They're they're up there. They're just not where WWE in their mind think they are and that ladies and gentlemen is going to conclude episode 312 of the YLP podcast when we come back we're closing out the show and proper YLP fashion and getting you ready for episode 313 of the YLP podcast we'll be right back Well, guys, that's going to be it for episode 312 of the YLP Podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day, your night, your afternoon, and your evening. Wherever you may be, wherever you are. Hey! The! Whoa! Thank you guys so much for checking this episode of the podcast. And as always, I greatly and truly appreciate it. If you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, opinions, or anything of the sort, or any articles I may have missed throughout this past week, get me up with an email over at Young Lions Perspective at gmail.com. You can also, of course, leave a comment and a nice little rating there over on any of the Amphibus Podcasts, which is .com, anchor.fm slash younglinesperspective, anchor.fm slash with all of the other podcast platforms you can listen to. Show some love. Show the WrestleLatic Radio family some love, all right? Just let you know. We out here. So make sure you show us some love. Check out all that good stuff. Of course, if you want to follow me on all my social media, you can follow me over on Twitter at YL Perspective. I usually, usually do live tweeting for NXT every Tuesday night, AEW Dynamite every Wednesday. Smackdown Live every Friday night. I also have a prior obligation to attend to. Or if you're like me, you pretty much just, you know, got a lot of things going on. So you're not able to catch up on a lot of things. Maybe like that sometimes and I do apologize for that. So bear with me for this little bit. Like I said, I, uh for probably to to do it I will wish you guys know prior to that night's episode, of is like, you're simply dirt. Uh, if you want to follow me over on my Instagram, I can be found, of course, at young underscore lines underscore perspective, 60 thought videos, updates on episodes, or like uh, what I put out on Instagram not too long ago. Actually, yesterday, I uh, put out a, a special announcement coming in two
1: weeks' time.
0: Just in case you weren't listening to the beginning of this episode, because we're doing something else. If sometimes I completely understand, but again, special announcement coming your way two weeks from today. This is going to be some monumental announcement. This is not even about the podcast. Okay, this is how monumental it is. It is a me thing. It is a personal thing, and I am very happy to make be this an announcement. Of course. First free show, that is the Wild Podcast. Quite excited about that. Lots of things going on in July, of course. And if you have memes, DM me memes. I like memes. Wrestling memes, of course. If you have a proper meme, good wrestling meme, DM me. If I like it, I'm posting it on my Instagram. Give me a shout out, all that good stuff. If you want to find me over on Facebook, I'm barely on there, but I do have a page there if you want to go check it out. Search at Young Lions Perspective, all one word, or simply search for Young Alliance Perspective Podcast, following on all those platforms, stay up to date with everything that's going on with the YLP Podcast. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, do not hesitate to tell a friend to tell a friend about the YLP Podcast, Yeah, it's a episode, words are hard, across all of your social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the alt text stuff, Gab, Parlay, using, use the messaging apps, Telegram. Signal, Vox, or WhatsApp. Put it under your LinkedIn. I don't give a damn. to spread the word. Um, you can also check uh, side of your friends' DMs. Send it through a text message. Send it on Facebook Messenger. Any way you can spread the word out there about the YLB Podcast. Because with the YLB Podcast, Kings and Rings Podcast, the Fretzel Mania Podcast, and the, the Light Show with Mr. Mantis Chapel himself. We here at WrestleHack Radio strive to bring you top-notch quality entertainment every single week. No exceptions, no questions asked. It is what we do because we are here to not only be the cream of the crop, the top of the pops, you know what I'm saying? The best, the best, the upper echelon, A5 like the Wagyu, A1 like steak sauce, to be undoubtedly, undisputedly, then, now, and forever the alternative for professional wrestling podcast and to remind you that we are here to stay and as always i know most of y'all do not have the anchor app and that's perfectly fine you're not hurting my feelings whatsoever everybody in their grandmother who knows that he has a smartphone or any type of device knows that there are many many platforms out there and we are on many many platforms out there in the podcast listening realm and if you're simply still thinking to this day somehow some way we're all about just ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com and Anchor anchor.fm, my friend, my friend, my friending. You are sadly mistaken, bro. Sadly mistaken 100%, and that's a you problem, not a me problem. Deal with it. Because we have this podcast on many different platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible. I mean, it's just a thing. Podcast Addict, Player FM, Podbean, and as always, shout out to the Podbean gang, Castbox FM, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, and of course, that good old Spotify. Bam! Not only should you search for the B podcast, search for the entire family of Wrestle Addict Radio, and you should have no problem finding us whatsoever. And like I said, please do leave a wonderful comment and a top rating. So that we can spread, you know, can spread the word of WrestleMania Radio to the masses throughout the entire professional wrestling world. I believe I fulfilled my obligations for this week to ensure that is a legitimacy. I'm gonna look over to the country of Nepal, of all places. I was thinking of countries to look at. Nepal came up on the list, and I believe I am getting a thumbs up. So. Of course, y'all know episode 313 will be going down next Saturday. Nothing really special Um, in terms of holiday or anything like that. It's a special thing for myself and Miss YLP, but that's all. But that is a private matter that I will not inform y'all about just yet. So y'all can deal with it. Ha ha, ha ha, meh. But it is 4th of July weekend. As y'all know, it's America's birthday. Our country old, dog. It's like 260-some-odd years old, right? And I know you guys are going to be out there. I'm sure you're on the road traveling to where it is you're going to be. By the time you listen to this episode, you're probably already where you need to be. I hope you got there safe and sound. I hope you're enjoying the weekend with family, friends, and all those in between, you know? And I look forward to July. In Jersey, traffic sucks, but (laughs) it's a good time, especially with everything that's gone on over the last year-plus you know, it's really good to get back into the swing of things, you know, spending summertime with family and friends and all that. I expect good barbecues. I expect swimming pools. I expect, you know, America shorts, which I will be wearing to the gym on Sunday because, you know, Sunday, July 4th, and every single year, I always seem to wear my stars and stripes or shorts when I hit the gym because America and wait with me. That's why. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> but seriously, guys, in the grand scheme of things, if you're going to be going out this weekend, especially to my squadron out in the Jersey Shore, please do enjoy yourself responsibly. And if you're getting a little too, mm, 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 make sure you can take that Uber or Lyft home because I want you to get not only get home safe, but you enjoy the time that you have with your friends and family as it is always precious. Um, I don't know where the fireworks are going to be at, but if you're setting off some, light one for your boy and let it go off proudly. As I stare at my American flag to my right. Other than that, guys, I'm going to go back to whatever I was doing, which was big chilling before I put this episode out. Other than that, y'all enjoy your 4th of July weekend in proper YLP fashion. Please enjoy responsibly. Don't go too crazy. And if you do, if you are getting a drink on, drink one for your boy. I don't drink often, so this would not be, unfortunately, the occasion where I would actually drink. But if you do got one, drink one for your boy. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the time you have with your friends and family. Celebrate America the proper way as best as you possibly can. And I'll see you guys right back here next Saturday for episode 313 of the YLP podcast. See you. Happy Fourth of July, everybody.
1: This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.